Hello and welcome to the Weird Science Marvel Comics Podcast, episode 60. We're getting there. Milestone, as Eric would say. <laughs> I guess the next milestone would be 75, but we'll get this there is, quick this enough. This is more an anniversary, right? Yes, uh, we'll, we'll get there. We will get there, but thanks. Uh, this is the weekend edition. Obviously, it's an even-numbered deal, and comes out on the weekend. That's how I can figure out the weekend edition. That yes, it comes out what on the weekend is what I go with. And, you know, that kind of makes sense. But we're here. We're going to have three books tonight. And sometimes me and you do four books. We're, we're doing three not because we're lazy. We're doing three. We'll get to it because one of these books took me so long to read <laughs> through it. And then the other one that we're kind of skipping really didn't intrigue me too much. Though I, I will read it. And that is... Uh, the scrolls book. Yeah, meet the scrolls. Yeah, meet I, the I scrolls. Know, it, it, I haven't read a page yes. of it. To me, it it kind of seems like judging a book by the cover that it it's looks like, like a rip off vision. vision. Yeah, that's yeah. what it looked like. I'll have to talk to Tony. Ended up reviewing it on the site, I and I think he liked it. So yeah. yeah, I'll have to check with him. But it's like one of those that really wasn't intriguing me. But we may pick it up later and go with it if everybody really likes it. Um, but with this, you can go to that website that we just talked about and read the Meet the Scrolls number one review by Tony, uh, going to a weird science marvel comics.com. We also have an email, weird science marvel comics at gmail.com, and we do have a mail this week from Ethan, so we'll get to that in a little bit. But we also have a Patreon account at patreon.com slash weird science where you can support us for all the stuff that we do and get a couple extra things that are marvel centric as well if you're just here for the marvel podcast we are starting a weekly uh very weekly patreon spotlight where one book will be picked by the bad butts of the get fresh crew people and uh it's on a poll that is on there if you're not aware of this how we did things over at dc and the top vote gets picked for the Patreon spotlight. And that'll be a spotlight that is only on Patreon. This past week, we did Domino Hotshots number one, the Gail Simone book. Uh, this coming week, it seems that the poll is going to kind of skew towards the marvelous Miss Marvel uh, the Magnificent Miss Marvel. Yeah, yes. I, I said to you, I, I keep messing it up, but it looks like the new Miss Marvel Plus, book. they just had him, isn't it? Like, the other Miss Marvel well, that's series why is I only think, on number three. Yeah, it's well, confusing. that's, yeah. Well, they're going to end up doing this, so, you know, you have this new start because G. Willow is oh, off wait, the wait. book. Oh, wait, wait, I'm yeah. confusing myself. This isn't Captain Marvel. No, no, like this is Miss Marvel. So this is the, uh, <laughs> you know, continuation after G. Willow uh, is off the book. And it's uh, Saladina Med, I believe, is who's yep. writing it. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be doing that probably. I mean, the vote can change. Yeah, I mean, it's 7 to 4 right now. Yeah. This is the next closest. Yeah, and the, the other two that are tied for the second place are Old Man Quill and Dead Man Logan. So it does look like uh, Miss Marvel will be on the Patreon only. So if you get done listening to all these podcasts and want more, you can do that. Get that Patreon deal. It's every week. We'll be doing one book on Patreon. We also have some other shows that are planned as well. The Marvel Unlimited Reading Group thing that we had before that we did at the beginning of this podcast, me and Reggie. Uh, you today put up a Marvel sales podcast yeah. discussing the sales numbers from January's January. books. And uh, I'm also going to have a Secret Origins podcast where I go through a character's first appearance in the books and this month i'm going to do craven because he is in the hunted thing so i think that that would be good and i went and looked at that first issue of spider-man that he's in Wait, it's wordy the <laughs> i know i saw the pictures oh my said. goodness and that's Holy just macro. that is every page i'm like boy this is a lot of yakety yak but that'll be fun i'll see and and i like doing those sort of podcasts because 
it's, you know, it's kind of like an informative podcast, but it's informing me as well because I, I've never read the first appearance of Craven, so that'd and be plus really some cool. Some of that old stuff is just so over the top ridiculous. Yeah, the, the things I've been doing this for the uh, DC side of things, and some of them are just ridiculous. I mean, the Black Canary's first appearance yeah. is so convoluted and ridiculous. It involves Johnny Thunder. <laughs> That's the book that she appeared in first. It's just so funny. But like I said, we're going to have more things like that. Also, you get other shows that aren't even comic related. We have a pop culture show that me and Eric will be doing tomorrow. Uh, we have a necessary nonsense where we talk about things. This coming up month will be about cartoons. Me and Reggie have a weekly cartoon show, all that stuff. But just go over to patreon.com slash weird science. Check it out. And if you want to, uh, you know, subscribe and support us, that would be great. And if you do now, you won't be charged until April. Uh, so you can get a free trial it's until then. And, it, yeah, and if you don't like what you hear, you just bail. You never have to pay. So there you go. But we're going to start this podcast with a book that we were excited about and a lot of people were excited i was about. definitely yeah. yeah and and we if you've been listening to our marvel podcast since we started probably the most positive we've been consistently on any book was the cosmic ghost rider miniseries by donny cates we loved it we really did that was one yeah, of the was books. one of my favorite in a long time yes and it was one of those where i even said you know constantly this is the type of book that I wanted to do this podcast for. You know, I never would have read that Cosmic Ghostwriter if we weren't doing this podcast. So I was like, you know what? It's all worth it. All of this is worth it just to read that. So when you had this new book announced, we were excited. And it seems like fun. Obviously, you've had, and that's Cosmic Ghostwriter Destroys Marvel History, number one. And uh, going into it, though... Uh, you get the idea. I mean, Deadpool just, you know, kills the Marvel Universe. These are things that happen yeah, something now something along those lines, maybe. So, so you're expecting a little jokey, right? I mean, I, I was expecting a little jokey from this, well, yeah. but... It's definitely was, one of his traits. You yes. know, he's known for a few jokes here yeah, and there. Yeah, and even with the, but, you know, destroying the Marvel Universe. But really, the tie-in is the idea that the Cosmic Ghost Rider, you know, miniseries really could have destroyed the marvel history anyway the idea that he was going through time to try to change thanos into something better and making ended up making baby thanos baby punisher thanos and all these things were kind of screwing up with the timeline so it it seemed like okay this this would be cool this will make sense he's kind of upset now with that you would get the idea that he's going to go back and try to make it so that his family doesn't die that would be you know something yeah, that, was that the first thing that Yeah that would be something so going into this uh, obviously I didn't know exactly what was going to happen but if you put a gun to my head, I would have thought that all the things that happened in the Cosmic Ghost Rider miniseries, something got swirled around, things happened. He got knocked back in time and the timeline. He had to work his way through as he did. He's messing up things. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm getting that you're going to have jokes where he accidentally steps on a frog. And then later we find out that Spider-Man ends up not being Spider-Man. You know, you have that sort of fun well, that type was of Thor frog, the Thor version. Yeah, yeah, of the, yeah, the stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Or at one point he walks by something that's going to happen and he moves it. I, I'm telling you, a jokey version of what we just had in the Doomsday Clock this week at DC, where you know you had moving something just two inches to that and ends yeah, up yeah. making, it, and then he had to go. Now it still could get there. It still can be something like that, possibly. 
But I don't know what I th- – by the end of this, number one, this is the book. It took me so long. I know. It did. I, I, every page this. I turned, I was like, I hope this is the last page. Yes. And there's a preview like I, at the I'm, end. Yeah. yeah. And I, that, and I sat there. I, before I even – I'm going and I'm, I'm a couple pages in. So that's when I look. I'm like, oh, oh my. I'm like four pages in. Then I'm like – Thank God this isn't something they decided to make 37 pages for the first issue. Now, with that man ship already emailed me, he says he thinks it's fantastic. But <laughs> I, I don't know. That, that guy loved Convergence. But still, to me, it's it's boring. Uh, it, yeah. it, it did nothing. Now, again, yeah, got to skew it. I'm going to I'm going to go at this and I, I will tell everyone I'm going at this in a very selfish way. I'm going to tell you what I think based on my history of these things. These scenes that he goes back and is part of, I have no anything with. So going into, I, I just it it ends up being nothing. Now, yeah, I know the mole men and stuff like that. You know, yeah. goofy it's just stuff. The Fantastic Four's first like but, villain, yeah. the first mission. I know they that. Went on. I know the first mission because again, to go back, me and Reggie did that first issue yeah, yeah. as a Marvel reading group. But when you start getting later on, and oh, there's when Ben died, or that, but it's not fun. I, I had no fun in this at all, but let's get into the full yep. deal. Uh, I'll, you want to read the the sure. intro deal? Yeah, yeah, it's all you. You reviewed it on the site, so all you. All right, this is this is not Donny Cates. This is Paul no. Shear and Nick Giovanni as the writers. Uh, Gerardo Sandoval as pencils. Victor Nava is the inker. Antonio Fabella is the colorist, and VCs Travis Lanham as the letterer. I'm not going to go through the whole blurb because it's essentially just the recap of the history of Cosmic Ghost. Yeah, that's all it is. Uh, But, but, you know, right at the end it says, Frank is currently now stuck in the past. God help us all. Which is, I mean, I I don't know. We've seen him in, um, as far as present day goes, in the Guardians of the Galaxy book currently. So I think this takes place even in between where he is from this story. The past past that he's in, though, and this is just the day before his family got killed, and he, you know, and then he became the Punisher and all that. I mean, that's that's where it is. This is definitely taking place in in Marvel's past. So, you know, it's at least if you're looking for a place for it to take between his own series, this is is the fill in the gap mini between that and Guardians, it seems like. So so they say that basically he's showing up in Queens, he's showing up at his his house, and he says the next day is when his family gets killed. But in the meantime... He's also going to tell stories to his son, who's he's alive. Gonna, like, I don't know if he's going to enjoy this one last day and just let him yeah. go get killed. Or and and it's story time, though. Things. So this isn't what's going on in this issue. The only thing that is changing and wrecking the Marvel history is the idea that he is there to stop his family from being killed. He even says yeah. they're going to show up tomorrow. I got to hang loose. And, and, you know, I know I shouldn't do it. And at the end, you see the watchers there to say, like, you know, what the hell are you doing? Uh, but with that, he's just telling stories to his son. His son's fun. His son's this yeah. little deal. And he's it's funny because he's got Spider-Man on Yeah. Yeah. I like it. And uh, Gerardo <laughs> Sandoval at points, it does have a very uh, Greg Capullo art style in yeah. the what Especially is the flashback? That's what yeah. I'm saying. What is the present of the it, it's a weird deal, because then when he starts talking about his things that he goes through with the rest of the Marvel Universe, the Fantastic Four, mainly 
that starts looking like that Ed Pisker, uh, you know, the X-Men books that yeah, he grand does. Design. Yeah, the grand design books. And and I like it. I like the art a lot. Yeah, I, just, I don't think the art is a problem in this book no. in any way, shape, or It's no. very repetitive. It is. Uh, like, you get the gist of what's going on. And that's and, and the thing. That the thing bounce is, back and forth. You're always like, I wish this would stop. And yeah. now you get back to the regular story. And, and, and where you're saying, bit. yeah. It never, I agree. like, you never settle in. I like the stuff where he's talking to his kid more. I like when he's there and he's showing, like, he, the his wife ends up having to go pick up his daughter. And he says, hey, I'm Frank's uncle. Oh, man, you look like him. You know, oh, no, no. And she she's very quick to believe him. Now, he does yeah. look exactly like Frank. But she's <laughs> very quick to leave the son. And, and he's so cute. He's there. And I like those parts because I like the idea that there's Frank trying to be the father in this little teeny time frame that he wasn't. So he's like, but as an uncle, so he can kind of, he's like, Hey, you know, your dad loves you, things like that. But also he sees his little kid playing, you know, Spider-Man and the bear. He's playing with these little, he's Eric Shea with the little toys. And he's like, Oh, you like the superheroes, do you? Yeah, yeah, I do. Uncle Frank, uh, you know, Uncle Fido. Or, you know, whatever he says his name is. And then he's like, yeah. well, you know, I'm a superhero. No way. Yes, I'm Cosmic Ghost And it's just a horrific, you know, the Cosmic Ghost Rider. And the kid loves it. He's he like, does. yeah, he's going nuts. He loves it. These he are the things. Superheroes, yeah. I like these parts. But then you go back and he's like, let me tell you more stories about what I did to kind of. Yeah, and that's like, I'm bombed yeah, out. I'm like, yeah. no, don't you dare. Yeah. And he's like, <laughs> you know, almost like, oh, let me show you how, you know, important I've been and what I've been doing and all these things. So he goes back and though, you know, he's telling stories, but you're not really getting the idea that these are a hundred percent real he could just be making them yeah, up uh, we're not yeah, seeing any sort of repercussions of it and yeah. so when you go back the joke is fine you know because you're you're getting a joke you're getting this history told through frank's eyes as if he was there and some of the things are like you know almost like the the words are too, more jokey you know there's some trash talking involved and things like that it's fine the first time you go back out and he's talking to the kid again. The wife comes back with his daughter. They're having some fun with that. And then we're back to it again. And, and it's just these stories never a, progress. A, it just yeah, it's, it's a almost downer. like he wants to move on, but he's he doesn't. And he's like, not till next issue. We're yeah. going to keep doing this. Yeah, and you have these writers and they want to be goofy fun. But to me, it wasn't goofy. It, it took too long. Yeah. It, it was really a slog to get through. Because it reminded me, you mentioned that old Fantastic Four comic. You like some of the way the, it's writing, especially with the throwback stories and the past stories, feels like an older comic with no, all that's the what I think it's supposed to be. Things. It's yeah. supposed to be that, but it's not fun. And the the twist and the hook is not much because all you're doing, like I said, this seems like they are caught between. A funny book and also wanting to do what Ed Pisker did for X-Men to do that for the Fantastic Four here. And I, I don't know. That's not what I wanted. And and a lot of things going into this, the idea that we're having a cosmic ghostwriter without, you know, Donny Cates, I was worried. And now I see that I should yes, be because <laughs> I did not have any fun with this. Uh, it was really now if you are people who read all these stories and somehow you think it's funny just to see the stories with just Cosmic Ghost Rider in there, where basically most of the time it ends up being the, hey, why'd you invite that psychopath? What? I know. Uh, yeah, I was. I never was. Joke over yeah, I never went to a psychiatrist for that. That was. That's not me. Oh yeah, maybe it is. Or him just killing people. You know, where you're not, they're not down with that. But even at, you know, one of the big jokes is like, yeah, uh, 
I didn't want to be on the team. He's telling his son. And then you're seeing through the panels that that's not the case. That Reed's like, yeah, yeah you don't really fit in. But that, it, to me, it wasn't funny. It wasn't clever. It didn't do anything to make yeah, me excited to go back and read any of these things or anything like that. The art's great, though. I, I'm telling yeah, you, my, I think my, so too. my score is going to be mostly like, art. Yeah, I even think the premise and the idea is solid. Like he's going back to the past yeah. to stop his family from, from being killed. It's just all, you know, I won't say handled poorly. I just didn't enjoy it. It, you know it wasn't fun to me. And if yeah. you're going to do this, if you're going to have where, you know, Cosmic Ghost Rider destroys Marvel history, then, then either throw Go him back it. at the beginning and, <laughs> and do it. Yes. Or make it so that the big thing is that, like you said, he tried to get baby, Th- baby Thanos to, to be good. It didn't work. Now he's just like, eh, caution to the wind. I'm going to do I, what I really want to do and save my family and then deal from that. Have a, yeah. you know, it's a wonderful life basis of what would happen after that, which I'm sure they've done already anyway. But still, this is not that fun. I, yeah, I, just, I would love a, a book to see, like, you know, he does mess with Marvel history and to see the world and how it ends yeah. up. When he does that, and, you know, and, I kind of thought yeah. that's what made and we even would get have, there, and it doesn't and you seem have like five, it. You have five issues. I actually thought what was going to happen is you have Cosmic Ghost Rider all in a tizzy. He's getting thrown throughout time and space and all that, and all of a sudden he ends up being in, you know, where he gets bitten by the radioactive yeah. spider. Peter, yeah. and he becomes Spider-Man, and you just get an issue of all the fun things that would happen then. And then by the end, everything's reset anyway. You know that this yeah, yeah. isn't going to mean anything. No, or all yeah. of a sudden, he be- he goes back and he becomes, because of what he looks like, he is, you know, the the one of the first mutants on the X-Men. Or he uh, Johnny Storm gets pushed aside because he's here on the Fantastic Four. But even that, that, that joke was just the joke of, Hey, why is he here? We already have a fire guy. We have a fire, yeah. And move that on. It. That was the whole joke. <laughs> yeah, move on. And then you, you, These you, are even, the jokes. you even have him where he's there with Galactus, and he's like, hey, we're going to become friends later. And the big joke is Silver Surfer being a mope who wants to be best friends with Galactus. And I'm yep. like, okay, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to be your BFF. I'm going to do this. And They're then, all beating uh, the, into and, the yeah, ground to Ted. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh, I, I like this guy here because I can sense me in him. And one of the one of the few funny lines was like, yeah, you shouldn't say that, that you're in me. But that's fine. But yeah, overall, I didn't have much fun. Well, no, what, what did you give this? I gave it a six on the site because I did enjoy the art. Yeah, I'm going six five because great. of the art. Um, yeah, I, I just, you know, I think the premise is solid, but it's, it's just not handled correctly or told mm-hmm. right. And it, it kind of bums me out for uh, not necessarily the future of this character, but the future of the no. series for sure. Yeah, well, this is five issues and I was looking to have some more fun. Yeah. I was looking to I'm have, I'm going to give know, it one more before I like totally get Yeah, we'll talk about the next one on the weekend edition when but, it comes yeah, out I'm again. I'm bummed but, out by the next issue again and it kind of feels the same exact way as this one. I can't do a series that's yeah. written. Like yeah, I, I, I don't want to. This is the podcast that we get to pick the books. I want to read something that is misery to me and just took me so like this, long. This is no Black Widow. Give this to the social no. sisters. Yeah, really. spice it up I'm a little I'm telling you, you know, <laughs> we have a podcast this that – just think of this. We have Cosmic Ghost Rider. Then we have Deadpool. And then we have Killmonger. Yeah, Killmonger isn't exactly the funniest of books, but it's exciting. This yeah. should be the, the the episode that we're just gung-ho. We're like going for – and that was kind of a bummer to me. Yeah, but that book was a we're going to move on to the mail, and we have one mail this week. And again, if you want to mail in and email us at weirdsciencemarvelcomics at gmail.com. And Ethan uh, emailed in. He's part of the Get Fresh Crew. Beep, boop. And he says, sup, guys. Beep, boop. 
It's been one heck of a month. February is a tough one to get through because I have both my wife and my kids' birthdays and Valentine's Day. What a well, scam to plow through. For me. Well, uh, I'll tell you. I think that I have everybody beat. I, I really because yeah, you do. <laughs> I, I end up. I have five birthdays and Valentine's Day in a thirty in a thirty day span. It is the worst. It is so. And and we every person gets a ice cream cake. And by the end of all that, I never want ice cream cake yeah. ever You're good in until my life next, again. Yeah, the and next I, calendar. I'm telling year. you, it doesn't even reset each year now. I'm so sick of it that when when February hits, I just know Your that least I, favorite I month like, of oh, the year. I'm like, oh, this is the worst. And, I'm, and a, what, I'm a cookie cake guy personally. Yeah, you I know can... you always say that. Nonsense, <laughs> but I go with that. I always yeah. try to mix oh, it up. Last year. I had a lemon meringue pie and it was terrible. I, yeah. I did. We enjoy got my it. daughter a donut cake one year. They make How these giant yeah, donuts. Yeah, they make those down at the, the oh, donut it was place. Fabulous! Yeah, I loved have, it. We have that at the donut place deal. Uh, the uh, the other thing I hate about February, we have all those birthdays and everything, and none are mine. Mine's yeah. in July. <laughs> uh, it's like I bleed money during February, but I made it through again, and I didn't have to file for bankruptcy. Uh, also, what happened to us? We get done all of these birthdays, all this stuff. And then we ran out of oil yesterday. Oh, I'm like, really? Like, it's just about yeah, to get big warm bill before it gets warm. Yep. I know. And so that's and Tanya always does the same thing because I'm telling you, I sit there and I'm like, just get 50 gallons, just get 75 gallons. No, no, we'll fill it up so that we have it at the beginning of next year. And I know that it pays off by the end of that. You know, next year it happens where it gets cold. We just have to fire up the heater. We don't have to yeah. call to get it delivered. I still don't like to get hit with yeah, that no, right me at the either. end. Especially it's something you're not expecting at that time. That was the like, worst. You know? I knew that we were going to run. I just, I thought that we might It's like when your car squ- breaks down. Yeah, just yeah. I, I just, or or you're having a bad month and that's the month that you have to get your car inspected. Yeah. And you're just like, yeah. this stinks. Hey, it says, book talk. Invaders and Daredevil are both really good. I think Daredevil is a better fit for Chip Zdarsky. He calls him Chirp Sadusky. Than Spider-Man was. <laughs> Daredevil isn't funny. He doesn't try too. to be, yeah. which means hopefully we won't get that weird Canadian sense of humor from him in the future. And yeah, I don't have a lot of background with Chip Zdarsky. So uh, the, the couple of things that I saw him trying to be Ethan really is on funny. My side. It makes me yeah. Feel well, that's uh, that's I agree because <laughs> he is really good when he gets down to it. I think that maybe that humor bit. He thinks he can rely on it a little too much, yeah. or maybe it's just, I don't know. He was known as the funny guy. I mean, the guy who's, you know, Howard the Duck he was doing and all those books, but boy, I, I like this a lot better. Yeah, Invaders is shaping up to be better Avengers book than the actual, actual Avengers title is right now, <laughs> and I'll talk about that later, he says. I know you guys won't touch Star Wars stuff, but man, Shadow of Vader was really cool. Here's the thing, Ethan. Uh, they will... I think that some of the Star Wars books I will put on the poll for the uh, Patreon spotlight just to get Brandon to read them. <laughs> and I was gonna put the Sha- only way, yeah. I was gonna put Shadow of the Va- of Vader as our last week's Patreon Patreon's only because spotlight. I got to pick and I thought, well, I actually I'm glad he brought this up because I was gonna mention it to you, but more to the people like Ethan and the people listening. If they are along the lines of an Eric Shea who says that the Star Wars stuff doesn't belong on a Marvel podcast, that, that's his yep. opinion. I think it's this your opinion. Strict. Yeah, yeah. And even with the idea that we did talk about that first Conan, but me and you have fallen off of that as well. And people yeah, love I mean, that. It just doesn't seem it. 
Like it should be on here. And I know that that's driving people nuts because a lot of people are loving it. But going from, you know, this deal and then going to Star Wars or going to Conan just seems kind of odd. And I love Conan. Now, I love Star Wars, but I haven't really kept up There's on so the books. There's so many Conan much. books coming out, too. Yeah, I'm I know. Like, There's one next cow. week. There's one crazy one next week. I'm like, I don't even, I can't even say the title. I know. Be, the Break Young Quirks? Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yeah. yeah, that Shadow of Vader, uh, did you see the cover at all? No, I believe it is I, the one. I, you know, my one exception to Star Wars is I don't hate the Vader stuff. Well, I've read a few of those. It's like him on a horse. I'm like, that's pretty cool. Never saw that. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna throw it in because it was number one. I'm, I'm kind of uh, upset Darth now Maul, that we didn't so talk you could about get it. Get me to read a Darth Maul yeah, without yeah. me squirming. How about a Boba Fett? How about that? Maybe. How about Jango Fett though? Isn't that? Well, Jango Fett's his with? father. Yeah. So you have that. How about if I'm just we had repeating an, titles from yes. the uh, sales podcast? How about if we had an Ewok book? It was called Ewok Village. The time is now. Could well, we talk I about that? Read it quickly because they don't speak. Right? That is true. Well, they go um job and say stuff like that <laughs> and whine. They they sit there and sing. Uh, but yeah, he said it was really cool. It's just a cool story about Vader falling to his backboards planet uh, uh, after getting shot down in a battle. He's kind of like a god to these tribal folks in battle space dinosaurs. That sounds pretty good. So wonky, yes. But it was a lot of fun. The art style really made the story bad butt when it needed to be. But dialed it down for the quieter parts of the story. Solid 7 out of 10. If there's any other GFC peeps out there who are strong in the force, maybe check it out. Uh, I'm going to check it out then. I, I actually love hey, you Darth Vader. And I, I love force. Star Wars. <laughs> so I'm, I'm cool. As long as it's not anything newer. You know, yeah. pre- if, if it's original, you, you if it's original trilogy characters, then I'm in. I'm in, and I'm I'm not gonna be a hater and start screaming about stuff like they do on Twitter. But some of the newer things are just not for me. Now, yeah. this is going to be negative, so trigger warning for anyone thinking about writing oh. iTunes reviews. I'm over Jason Aaron. I think. Did you <laughs> Did you hear on the news? I didn't even see this, and the, this whole deal went really under the. Radar, where he pretty much tweeted out that this war, the realms, is his last bit of. Yeah. of well, war. I, I kind of assumed because you know you like to end things with a bang. Oh I'm yeah, like, but well, he seems to not want to get off of that. And uh, but still, yeah, I, I didn't hear any hype of anything like that. Him saying basically, hey, you know, uh, yeah, this war of the realms, I'm real excited, and please, you know, I let I want to let you know, thank you for reading Thor and all that, and I want to go out with a big bang, and it didn't really make any waves. I thought, but he says. uh I like the beginning of his Thor run and kind of the end of the Jane Foster stuff. I liked all the Jane Foster stuff, really. Yeah. Uh, his Wolverine stuff was cool. I didn't like his X-Men. I didn't like Original Sin. All it did was basically F up the original Nick Sin Fury and yeah. make room for the new Equal Opportunity Nick Fury. And I think his current Thor and Avengers are both slowly festering clogged toilet bowls at a truck stop somewhere in Alabama. <laughs> I know, I said, I've been to truck stops in Alabama. They're not that bad. I think uh, I've driven through Alabama once. I was in Alabama at this place, and they had a place that was a Taco Casa, is uh, a chain, a taco place there, where I I went, uh, my buddy's dad uh, works for the Tuscaloosa, or he did at this point, the Tuscaloosa radio station for the sports stuff. He was like a play-by-play guy for a little or something like this. This is way back in the 90s. And I went with him uh, during one of our breaks. We went home to his dad's, and they had uh, this Taco Casa and I ended up at one sitting eating 17 tacos. And he ate, oh, I think, 24. Gross. And so uh, we went to uh, pretty much – well, we went to the, the mall. It was in a mall. We went to the bathroom there, and, and it was oh, not God fun. Bless. And also, if you think about it too, you could get these tacos. This is why I liked them so much. You could get them with just meat and cheese. 
And oh they, yeah, those and, are the only tacos to get. And they didn't Don't skimp out then. A lot of stuff. times, if you get meat and cheese, they'll leave that space on the top where oh, you would yeah. have had it's the like lettuce. Taco Bell stop. will do that. Yeah, to you yeah, too. they'll do that nonsense. I don't need that. This place jammed it in. And they were only like 90 cents. So I went to town. I felt so sick. I felt so sick. Every time there were, there were a bunch of times I'd go home, uh, during weekends and stuff. My one buddy was from Pittsburgh and that we went, uh, home to his house to go to a Penguins game the one time. And I don't know what it is. I guess it, it does make sense. I was in college. You barely eat anything. So yeah, yeah. when you actually go home to a buddy's house, you go ham. And I went, I remember the one that his mom, this guy, uh, Paul, his mom was amazed because I think I had like 14 sunny side up eggs for breakfast the oh, one day. And I, oh, I was just a, but they kept saying, you know how it is when the, and I, I'm one of those guys that if there's a mom or a, like, Hey, have some more. I can't say no because I always think yeah, that they're going to think eating. that I'm a jerk. jerk so then yeah. I end up being the jerk that they have to go food shopping again when I leave. Because I just eat, but boy, I ate so much. I swear to God, I thought I was having a heart attack. I haven't really liked a single thing about his Avengers run. The Dark Multiverse Celestials thing took forever to go anywhere, and then ended abruptly. The only thing I remember after that is the stuff that pertains to Namor. And it's funny, the Namor stuff was okay, but not in that book. You know, yeah, it know. set up it the good weird. stuff to go in the Avengers, but it was just kind of thrown there. And it, just it's kind the of the stuff they reference back the most yeah. to, I think. Though. Yeah, it, they reference back to it, but we didn't really dig it as much when it was happening. Now we have this dumb stuff with Blade and Dracula, like he doesn't really know what he wants to do with this book. We almost never get any real moments with the big three, Thor, Cap, and Iron Man. And when we do, it's like there's just stereotypical versions of themselves. I did review the the issue uh, today on the site. And I really went into the fact that really he doesn't know what to do with the team. And then you had like you have Blade show up and now it doesn't even feel like he has anything for Blade to do. You have uh, She-Hulk doing nothing. We spent. No, I, I, I just hope Blade is now the king of the new vampires. Yeah, well, we'll so. see. We spent a lot of time with <laughs> T'Challa and the agents of Wakanda all for nothing because I haven't seen anything from them. I know. Now. That's the most aggravating. They were, they were uh, guarding Robbie Rice's brother. Yeah, it, it was feels something like... I didn't want to happen and then it happened. I was yeah. excited for yeah, it. But now we, it's we, we were, that's the funniest thing that we were like agents of Wakanda. I remember us even talking during that day, that Wednesday or whatever we were going to talk about it that night, and we're like agents of Wakanda. Like, well, I can't this book do anything that's just like set its feet and start yeah, going. No, then we read that issue. And we're like, oh my god, I need more agents so of Wakanda. Fun. I even tweeted Jason Aaron. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. And then they disappeared. Like he just wanted to dangle it there and say, <laughs> well, you like this? If you didn't nope. say anything, he probably yeah. would have put him back I'm in. Telling you, these creators do hate me. It feels like he's <laughs> phoning this crap in, and I have an unshakable feeling the War of Realms is going to really be garbage too. Thank God for Kate's Rosenberg Zadorsky. Or Zadorky, he calls him. Because if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be getting any Marvel books anymore. Anyways, thanks to the podcast and keep making us laugh. P.S. I got a letter print in the letters column for Immortal Hulk 12 yeah, this month. Picture. Yep, we you saw it. That's kind of cool. C in 7. Now, it's all going to come to play this week. X-23 comes out this week, and we'll see. We'll see if me and Dino oh, yeah. are in there. And it'll be, the it'll be, I'm telling you, if I'm in it and Dino isn't, I, he'll never hear the end of it. Frame if the he's, page. If he's in it. And I'm not. I'm going to be a sad boy. See you and never. Podcast <laughs> ends. I'll be done. No, I would be soon. But hopefully we'll both be in. It'll be funny. But we're going to move on to the next book that we're talking about. The next book is a book that we're going to pick it up a little. Uh, it's a book that suddenly uh, me and you seem to be more into after, yeah. you know, just throwing it on there on the weekend edition. Yeah. yeah, it is Deadpool. And um, I I'm enjoying it. I actually am enjoying it a lot more than I thought I would. 
Uh, I this one is a little less jokey and I more this just going to kind of continue some of this heart stuff. But yeah, it doesn't it's said seem in the like it's it. said in the solicit it was so, yeah. but you know, but it's not. Uh, maybe we'll get back to that. But it is this idea that somebody is stealing, uh, you know, the work from Deadpool. And I liked it. I, I actually had yeah, some fun bad. with it. And it's, it's just right. the over the top. I like some the of the one shots better. Yeah, I just the why I like this is it, it's got less jokes, but geez, it is violent as yeah. all get up. And, and <laughs> I, I did enjoy that. But it's Deadpool number 10. It's written by Scotty Young, art by Scott Hepburn, colors by Ian Herring and letters by Jeff Eckleberry. No VC. And this nope. is that. It's that book all the time. Deadpool Broke stays away from that. It stays away from that VCs. As everyone knows, you're only as good as your origin story. A while back, Deadpool wanted to tweak his, making it a little more sympathetic. You know, add a dead uncle or something. What would have been truly ideal, though, would be if Deadpool's parents got murdered in front of him on his birthday by a man in black and red suit who told him not to become a cliche seeking vengeance. But unfortunately, that isn't what happened to Deadpool. That's what Deadpool did to some poor, unsuspecting adolescent years ago. But I'm sure that kid's gotten over it i mean who holds on to a grudge like that and that's what's happening we do have that origin uh that we kind of saw the beginnings of and it's come to you know come to roost with deadpool with this villain called good night so what basically I mean, this is going to be a quick review yeah. i mean there's there's it's not the a lot thing to keeps it happening over and over yeah. in, this, in this issue too yeah basically in this every time he goes to an, the other you know his next job everybody is completely murdered and uh i did like the beginning though where he's he's like hey you know did you did you do the job did you get it done you know hammerhead's there and he's like well they're dead. Never said it's like okay, I'll pay you. Well, you know, and it's it's I didn't funny. Do it, it's, really. it, it is Deadpool with a conscience. This is yeah. Deadpool, and not a conscience of killing people. He wanted to kill him, but he feels weird because he's accepting money for a job he didn't do. And even Emmerich's like, buddy, you know what's going on? I don't care. I actually, if I'm Emmerich, I'm just hanging up. But he's like, what? You feel bad because you didn't kill him? Deadpool's like, listen, now that you say it out loud, that kind of seems weird. But he then says, I, I'll give you the money. If you really are that, go find the guy. Just give him the money then. I mean, ridiculous. Just get out of here. Yeah. And, and basically, I want to pay you I, I because I don't want to talk like, to you. I, I just hang up. <laughs> yeah, I, I hang up. I'd be like, all right, see you later. I have this next place that maybe you won't do, and I'll just get – basically just hire Deadpool – constantly so that you get free get, jobs done. Yeah, free jobs all along <laughs> but yeah it is this guy and we do see good night then and, and he is vicious he is completely vicious and then after the he kills guy too. yeah oh yeah after he slaughters everyone he just ends up writing good night wherever that is in blood and and i really like it because y- you know that it's good night you you even see him killing these ninjas this next job when deadpool shows up that to me i got a chuckle because deadpool shows up and this one good good night what ninja you're alive who did this good night he slaps him it's not time for a nap i'm like no no you, you idiot and he's like no no that's the guy's name he's like okay well at least i get to finish this job and just cuts the guy's head off it goes and he's trying to figure out what's going on you go back and you end up having al instead of nagasonic teenage warhead she's out doing x-men things it's just kind of a way to throw yeah. in i wonder if they some... took her out because of all the stuff going on in the x-men and threw al in here maybe i thought it was maybe mix it up a little just to get some other jokes you do have the jokes where you know he's there hey do 
you see this? Do you see what's going on? She's like, I'm blind. This is ridiculous. He's like, yeah, I'm a little out it's of. It's like you're uh, not even trying anymore. Yeah, and he's like, oh, I'm, I'm out of practice. You've been gone a while. Uh, you do uh, see all those plushies at one point that we were getting annoyed with at the beginning of this series. You see them in one of the in a back room and stuff. I thought that was funny. His underwear. But, yeah, yeah. So basically, though, he's like, well, you know, what? I got to figure out what's going on. And Alex has the plan. Says, just set up a fake job. This guy will show up to do it. You'll be waiting for him and, you know, kill him. Uh, so that's what he does. And he sets it up. But, Hydra you know, Bob, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hydra Bob is, is in for uh, a lot of killing here. And I like it, too, because he finally realizes, first off, uh, Al says, it's called a duck hunt. That's what you do. So he must call Hydra Bob. Hey, Hydra Bob, we're going to a duck hunt. And he shows up. <laughs> Looks like ready. Elmer Fudd. He yeah. is. He's Elmer Fudd. He's shown up for a duck hunt. And he's just there in the middle of a warehouse where Deadpool is, is there with a, uh, you know, a scoped gun, a, uh, a rifle there. He wants to kill whenever uh, Goodnight shows up, but he doesn't. He just sits there and waits and waits and waits. They're talking about food. They're like 10 you know, hours later. Some time. Yeah. yeah. And then eventually Hydra Bob's like, OK, well, you know, I'm out of here. I like the one point too. Hydra Bob's like, listen, what happens if. He kills me. If this good knight kills me before you kill him, he's like, listen, I'll be here. I'll avenge your death. You don't have to be upset. You can be happy about that. And he's like, I don't need that. But at the end, at the end, the, the thing that makes Hydra Bob leave is the best is that you have uh, Chimichanga eating Deadpool comes down. He's like, you told me we couldn't eat. He's like, no, no, I told you you couldn't eat. I mean, I had like three meals. He's like, I'm out of here. And he's like, see you later, pal. Uh, you know, next time tomorrow. And as this is going on, you see through the skylight. You the see good there, good yeah. night just coming through with that huge freaking mace. I with don't that, know what yeah, he has. Yeah, it's weird. I love it. I think it's the coolest thing. And I'm, I'm telling you, for a guy who barely talks through this whole thing, hey, when he shows up, I like him. I, I actually he reminded just me of Bane, he like Deadpool. He does, Bane, and, and he that's the thing. Back. He breaks his back, so he shows up. He ends up just destroying Deadpool, and, and even with that, Deadpool's like, you, you know that you can't kill me, but you know you don't have to hurt me this bad. And then it pre- pretty much just ends up with Deadpool stapled to a wall, pretty much. You don't really see what's going on at that point, but he's there. And he's just like, you know, what, what have, what have you done to me and whatever? And this is where, uh, you know, you have the mask unveiling. And he said, it's, I've hurt you like you hurt me. You ended up, you know, causing me all this problem. And now I'm going to hurt you very much. And you see that he's ripped off, he ripped out all the bones. Yeah. Deadpool has no bones. His bones are up to the His side. bones are just a pile on the side. And it's disgusting. And I'm telling you, this whole and, and then you I don't see know how he did that. Where did he where did he pull him uh, out? I, of? I don't know. He has like what appears to be a file or something that he's. I don't. And the next, or maybe one last bone, but the next, it looks like he's wearing Deadpool as a cape. Yeah, and just the jumping like, and then looks very much Batman s jumping. That if you had lightning. There behind him, it would be Frank Miller, Batman, in my mind. But I, I thought that that was pretty cool. It's a very quick read. I like it. it it's, it's very brutal. It, it's very much, you know, one story through. You do have some repeats where he goes and, you know, these two separate deals. I liked it though. I had a good time, especially after Cosmic Ghost Rider, you know, kills my interest in comics. Uh, number <laughs> I <know>. one, I <laughs> actually was like, okay, yeah, I got this. So I had a good enough time. I'm giving it a seven out of ten. I really like the art. I, this book always looks good, and it gives me what I kind of want. You get a couple jokes, you get some action, you get some brutal, over the top, bloody scenes, and then I'm good. I, it's you know, it's basically what I go for. But what would you give it? 
I'd give it a flat seven. Uh, I've yeah. liked it. I, like I said earlier, I liked it a little less than the like one shots we were really enjoying. So um, yeah. it com- comes in a little under that. And um, I don't know. I was a little upset to hear Scotty Young's actually leaving the series after issue yeah, I 12, I think. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if he had we're some have bigger things and planned yeah. and this is like the last story he's sliding in out of nowhere all yeah, of a sudden. Yeah, because it was kind of sitting out there maybe and he's just yeah. like, ah, I better get this and have I something I don't know, it just seemed with. like this was heading in different directions and then this came out of nowhere, which it ended up being a pretty good story. But um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know, it, it was all right. I, I would recommend it if you've been enjoying this Deadpool stuff, but I wouldn't say it's anything that... No, I'm going to fall in love with yeah, it. I'm telling you, if if you cool. just if you just want a quick read or like you said, it's not going to throw you off the book. Um, but maybe it wouldn't get you on. But, yeah, I, I'm OK with it. Uh, the last book that we're going to talk about is one that we've enjoyed and actually have enjoyed more as the series has gone on. The first issue I, I was off with. I, I didn't really like yes. it since then. I've really liked it. Of course, Juan Ferrer is on it. He's our man. It's Killmonger number five, written by Brian Hill. Brian Hill's also a favorite of the Get Fresh Crew. Boop. Art and cover Juan Ferrer. Letters by VCs Joe Sabino. And I'll just say, uh, Eric convinced. Uh, well, I better read it all. This is a long one. There it was is. once. Uh, um, years later, Eric set out to exact revenge on Claw and nearly succeeded before being thwarted by a crew of mercenaries. Their leader King saw value in Eric and hired him. Eric soon fell on a crew member. Uh, fell for crew member Knight. But when a job went sour and the crew split up, the Hyde Knight met with S.H.I.E.L.D. and promised to deliver King in exchange for a new life. Eric convinced her to warn King and then flee with him to Wakanda, where he envisioned them hand-in-hand as King and Queen. But Knight's (laughs) betrayals weren't done. She called in mercenaries who murdered King and his wife, calling it an act of mercy. Knight left Eric alive to forge a new path. But the man named Killmonger has only one path, revenge. And the forgotten Wakandan goddess of war is going to help him get it. And that's really stressed by the end. Yeah, he really... Wakandian goddess of war deal too because we we had seen you know these goddesses show up and even bass show up at points but it it, you know you didn't get that it was really you you didn't know if it was really happening i mean what was it was just kind of thrown in here now you see that she's been driving him all along and doing this stuff and he is a guy of revenge and the thing is through this whole deal one of the things that threw us off was him pretty much falling for night you know head yeah, over heels and quick. not really to the thinking point we thought her powers were yeah like we thought seduction. she had a mutant power of seduction we really did and he got played then and also if you think about it i mean the whole setup even by the end it's of this another name for his list of revenge yeah yeah and and by the end though this does go off to the other series that leads to him trying to take over Wakanda and things like that. And, you know, I don't know about you, but reading those, I never saw Knight in those. So you know no. that that wasn't going to happen anyway, yeah. but you wanted to see how and why and when. And this is the issue that it all comes to a head. And all the things that I had a problem with, with like, man, you know, Eric is kind of a pushover here. Or Eric is letting, you know, below his belt do the thinking for him. <laughs> it all comes to play here in the yeah. point where Reverses now you course, see. And now you see. And, and where I do like it as well is by the ending where he is in Wakanda with T'Challa. He's not only just upset about the things that we already had known, you know, the idea of him not getting his due and being left in the States and all these things. But now you can in the back of your mind think that this night stuff 
is another reason why he's always mad and angry, mm-hmm. and it works out. He because trusts she's nobody done, ever. Yeah. yeah, he'll never trust anybody because he did trust her. But yeah, it starts off with Knight coming home in her London apartment. It's one year later. So, you know, he did go and try to get his own path, but his own path was just to bulk up, which he does <laughs> say, I mean, you are again. huge, yeah. and get revenge. And so he's there with a shotgun. She walks in, and he's just basically like, listen, he, he, you screwed me. And you know what's going to happen is you you think you're down with S.H.I.E.L.D. They're going to screw you. They're going to leave you when they don't have any sort of use for you anymore. And she seems to keep like, oh, no, it's not like that, whatever. But then he's like, listen, you know what? You mess with me. So what we're going to do here is you're going to go and you're going to get me some information from S.H.I.E.L.D. before they, you know, are done with you. And if you don't, I have your sister and we're going to kill her. And if you if you get this information the way I want, you don't mess around, then we'll be fine. Then, you know, you'll get your sister. I'll go on my way, whatever. And she at this point even has the idea of like, you know, oh, S.H.I.E.L.D.'s always going to be there for me. They they need me, stuff like that. He just goes out. She freaks out and starts wrecking the house yeah, and, and stuff like that. Out. But as he is there in what appears, you know, it's like an old warehouse or church that he's living yeah, in. It wherever. looks like, I mean, it, it look, it, it, it's like a, an old prison. It's a wreck. <laughs> yeah, it is a wreck. And it looks like a, a crack house. But he's there. And that's where he's, you know, getting this, you know, advice from the Wakandian goddess of war there. And, and she's also the goddess of deceit and revenge. It makes complete sense why yeah, she would be Pretty much banished him. from Wakanda, which is yeah, why yeah. so infatuated with, uh, just, you know, Killmonger. Just him. Yeah, with Killmonger, the same deal with Jadaka. They're, they're the same. And she even says in this, like, I know you don't know if I'm real or if it's a hallucination, but really – doesn't matter i'm giving you strength take that take the revenge take the strength by the end it does seem fully to me that she's real because he wouldn't really even know about her that yeah, no. much even the way it's spelled out yeah so she's like i, I like she's that. not even barely mentioned in wakanda like she's got one picture up as a warning and yeah yeah yeah, yeah so, so she's really saying no this for, and you and know he he was never even in wakanda really you know no so no he, that's what i'm saying never so, know otherwise so with that mother bass shows up as the panther and tries to, to and says you know you got to stop this and end this. And he's like, oh, Mother Bass, you want to protect your son T'Challa from me, but I'm your son, too. Why didn't you protect me? So, again, we're seeing that anger and that revenge that he wants, even though a lot of times, especially at the end, I think that Brian Hill does a really good job when you have T'Challa there with him, kind of giving him the tour of yeah. Wakanda. There's nothing in my mind that says that T'Challa is any sort of bad at all. No, no, to, accepted to him in when he found he out about him, him in as a brother and is real excited to get him like, you know what? All the the past that you've been neglected, we'll make sure that you're good, but he he can't. He's just a guy of revenge. He has been screwed so many times. And yeah, he also has some anger issues. I mean, he's yeah. got some personal issues himself. But we go off then. Yeah, then we go off then and we see that basically what and it is very quick i'll say if anything i have a problem with this issue is the idea of you know killmonger showing up hey knight uh shield's gonna get rid of you and then what appears to be the next day yeah she'll get rid of her right away yeah black widow shows up in in this cafe and says basically i'm giving you your two weeks notice your info's no good yeah you you don't give us anything we're not just gonna pay all for your life just to sit around and do nothing unless you have some other info and you know, it, it's a good setup, though, to get to what 
T'Challa, or yeah, I mean, Jadaka wanted where he had that thumb drive and she goes in, she's doing her last things. I don't know. Usually in these things, this is almost like a, uh, a cliche that I don't like, uh, where you have, even in, uh, what's it called? The, the movie with Tom Cruise, which show me the money. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Jerry Maguire, when they fire him and then allow him to spend an hour in the office trying to recruit people and and getting people. So here they're like, Hey, by the way, uh, you know, Knight, you're done. We don't need you anymore. I know that this is probably going to make you hate our guts and all, but you can still go and use our computers for the week. I mean, by the end of the week, you're out, but you can still do things now. And so she does go, and she ends up putting the thumb drive in. And what she thinks is it is extracting information from shield that you know that killmonger can then use himself to kind of you know sell or whatever that's not what it is because she goes for the the opposite yeah she goes to the church then to end up you know meeting with him he's in like a tribal mask that looks pretty cool and the art in this is a lot like it always is yeah and this this, the art in this is great but she gives him this this drive and and the funny thing about it is she throws the drive to him and uh, you'll rarely hear me say anything bad about but when he breaks it it looks like a candy bar that looks 10 times <laughs> as bigger than the drive so i don't get that but he breaks it and she's like well, what the hell are you doing the, I, that's what you wanted me to do get that information and she even says the best is he made sure you can't look at this don't look whatever and she's like i didn't even look at it i didn't even check it i didn't see what was there so if it's messed up that's on, on you. you it's not yeah. on me and he's like, oh, what are you talking about? I didn't get it. This didn't drag information out. It didn't hack in and get information. It uploaded information, information about how much of a piece of crap you have been. And basically, in my mind, it's one of those, like, she's been in shield witness protection. Yep. But in the meantime, she's also been also bad. Doing, yeah, yeah things she's on been the doing side bad things on the about, side that yeah. they don't know about. And that's what it was, uploading all our bad things. And pretty much setting up where this is going to be. And, yeah, S.H.I.E.L.D. shows up with Black Widow, and we have just a fight. And it's a brutal fight. You end up with this with Knight trying to say, like, please, you know, don't don't kill me. I'm going to I'll try to make this better. I'll be able to give you information, whatever. Killmonger just kills everyone. I mean, pretty much everyone but Black Widow ends up dying he ends up coming out then and they're like everybody freeze there's a whole shield team a whole assault team he just goes like what's in his hands is a trigger boom uh, a bomb blows up again so good the art he's is so good to, he's able to get out of town yeah and he just gets out yeah he gets out and and with that you do set up that now you have black widow hates him and wants to get revenge later and then he's in wakanda a month later he gets to wakanda and he's being shown all the different things he's being shown, you know, kill Luna, who is the, the betrayer, the mm-hmm. goddess that was talking to her, or him, the goddess of anger and vengeance. And he's like, oh, yeah, this is the one thing that we have. It's not really to celebrate her. It's a warning. warning yeah. uh, there's Mother Bast. I don't know if you ended up knowing these things since you were in America and things. And Killmonger's basically like, you know, I had a dream. And in the dream, I saw uh, the dream hated me and all this. And he's already hinting at, like, you know, he's got anger issues. And then you, you have come on. You're like, well, and then I woke up and the, you go, this is your home now. Whatever failed you in the world, I promise you, this nation will never fail you again. You have the word of my throne. And then you have Killmonger say, I'll admit that you're not the man I expected. And I would be an honor to serve you. And at that point, you're like, okay, if you didn't know how it went, if this was full out the first Killmonger story yeah. and we didn't know, you'd be like, 
Oh man, you know, that won me over too. It seems like he's on the up and up. Turned around. (laughs) This is his place. And, and you're getting the idea like, this is all he needed. He is a bully who just needs to be talked to. And he needs to be, you know, liked. He he has a reason to be a bully. He has a reason to be a killer seeking vengeance, but he's gotten over that now. And now he could get on. And then you turn the page. Mm-hmm. He's got <laughs> he's an just, evil smile. My king. Yeah. He's got that fire in his eyes. And I'm like, oh my. And yeah. then it says he the beginning. He hasn't changed at all. No, and it says the beginning. And then it does give you, this is the last issue of Killmonger, but you can follow his saga all the way to his brutal confrontation with the Black Panther and Rise of the Black Panther trade paperback and the Black Panther epic collection, Panther's Rage trade paperback. And again, I'm not going to say that, you know, those were the best stories ever and and all that. You know, you have Tennessee Coates with The Rise of Black Panther, and I'm not a huge fan of his, but yeah. even so. It doesn't sell. It's it's almost under 20,000. Yeah, it's well, really... and, 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 and this is just that Rise of the Black Panther before that, that they're saying go to and the epic collection, which is cool. Then it says you can go to the regular Black Panther book and be sure to pick up the latest. But you can follow... Killmonger's story from here as he rises up, goes against T'Challa and all that. And I'll, I'll give you something that even though I know because I read some of Rise of Black Panther and didn't like it, if I hadn't, I'd be pumped up too. Yeah, Because this actually gets me excited to keep going. And that really, to me, that's what this is kind of about. Uh, it is filling in. Here's the weird deal. It is almost like a whole series, kind of like what we had with the... Uh, the uh, Black Cat story in the Hunted deal, it's only filling in cracks. It's not anything that's – it can't change anything because it's set between things. But I actually really liked it. I actually liked seeing it flesh it out. And I really like – it it made me like to, uh, you know, Killmonger a lot more as a character than I ever would. I hadn't read a lot of Killmonger, so going into this, it gives him more of a fleshed-out character for me. And really enjoy it. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to give this an eight. Uh, mainly, like I said, the one part is very rushed. It seems like maybe this would have been where Marvel could have done a six issue mini and we could have had a little more in this with Shield and, and Knight and things like that leading to that. That was very quick. But again, maybe I should commend it for being that quick because it, it was a quick read. Once the action starts again, Juan takes over and, and steals the yeah. show. And yeah, I'll give it an eight. I could even go as high as an eight five, but, uh, what would you give it? Yeah, I would give this an eight too. I, I really enjoyed this series. It was something I didn't anticipate having as no. much fun with coming in as I did. And I, I don't know. I just think Brian Hill tells, you know, good, concise stories. That are easy yeah. to follow, that have um, some interesting action that doesn't also hold up the story at the same time. Yeah, uh, it, was, it was just a good, uh, you know, it, it, as far as the Black Panther stuff that's come out over the last couple of years, this is probably at the top of the list. I'll tell yeah. you. Yeah, and and it's five issues. It's it's quick. So if you got this trade. You'd get through it in a sitting. Uh, there's, yeah. uh, and I'll tell oh, yeah. you, I, Easy. I, I know that a lot of people read trades a lot more than me. Uh, I, there's a lot of times I can't get through a trade in one sitting. Like it'll take me a couple times. I'll read three issues of the trade and then come back yeah, and I'm read the, the next way. two. I or need three. breaks a lot between reading. Yeah, or, I, or I, I think, just stop paying attention to what I'm reading. Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. I think that I could get through this in one sitting and enjoy it and have a good time. Now, speaking of which, I, I read everything digitally. And so I was getting ready to read these books earlier. And the reason I didn't have them done, I realized I, it, it, this is a stepping stone in my life and it's very upsetting. 
I, I went and bought reading glasses. I'm an old man. <laughs> I'm sitting there. I'm sitting there with the tablet, and I'm telling you, I have to adjust the tablet in certain angles so many times. And I thought to myself, like, what is going on? Because we do this podcast. I have a really big monitor that we do that I do the thing. So the book's there. So I'm not squinting. It's all there. I have a separate monitor for the other podcast with the sound effects to see that we're recording. All that sort of deal. But uh, when I go and use my tablet, which I love reading comics on the tablet, and this is another one that just looks so great on a digital, you know, on the tablet, on the iPad that I have, this Killmonger yeah, book. It does. But I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm trying to get the words, then I got to pull it back. And then I realize, and Tanya comes walking by and she sees me. And I guess I'm like, I'm reading a book and I have it like way away from me. And then she's like, you need reading glasses. I'm like, what do you think I am, an old man? I don't need no reading glasses, though I hurt myself this week in an old man way as well. I also hurt my wrist bowling. I'm like, I, I am getting old. Yeah, so, so I went and I, I actually took my tablet to Walmart with Ethan. I had to drop him off for work. So before we went a little early and, uh, we're just going through these reading glasses. I picked these ones that I, I kind of look – I'd like to think I look like a reading version of Superman. No, they're just like these horn rim glasses that <laughs> I got. But uh, it did help, and I have a little case for them. I even said to Tanya because she, she came by then later, and she's like, how, did it, how is it going? How is it working? And I put them up on the top of my head like people do. I said, I need a lanyard now so I can be a real old man. <laughs> Going to get oh, the I, strap for the back of yeah, them so they can oh, just I, hang I, around I, your neck. I feel so, so old. So old. But yeah, they, they worked out. But yeah, my book of the week is, is Killmonger, Mine the too. book of the show. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. And like I said, again, I'll just mention as we leave, we do have a Patreon. If you want to support us, maybe support my my buying of reading glasses. Your reading glass you know, addiction. That, they were six ninety nine. I mean, that is a lot of money. But you can go over. There's a lot of levels you can check out, each with different shows and things like that. And as you go up the level, you always get the shows below it as well. Uh, but go over to patreon.com slash weird science. Check that out. And, yeah, next week it looks like Miss Marvel number one will be yeah, a Patreon-only so. spotlight. And for the most part, I we want to have the spotlight on Patreon come out Wednesday, the same night as the show. We'll talk about that. I may end up having it coming on Thursday with all the other spotlights so that everybody can just get all the spotlight spotlights. Day. Yeah, because then we have a DC spotlight, an indie comic spotlight, which this week it's already a runaway. It's going to win. Transformers is what we're going to be talking about on that. So, yeah, if you haven't really listened to our DC podcast and only listened to the Marvel, but would be interested in some indie stuff as well like a transformers you can check that out as well so go over to weird science uh patreon and we would appreciate that it's also in the show notes i'm really pushing it hard right now but uh here we go uh we're gonna end and uh yeah we'll see you in a couple days for uh, the regular wednesday night edition